Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your guest host, Tim Ng. I will be doing guest hosting from time to time as Sophia and I have complementary strengths as we create our homestead. Sophia comes from a strong science background and loves learning about regenerative farming, amending the soil, and how to heal our bodies, while I draw from my military background to focus on systematic approaches on best practices to running a farm and animal husbandry. This podcast is a call to self-sufficiency, self-reliance, and self-sustainability for your life, health, relationships, business, and beyond. In the last episode, Sophia and Emily were on site at Polyface Farms to learn about how to improve gut health and the truth about where our food comes from. This week was quite eventful. We experienced our first power outage on our farm and learned how to survive through it and what we need to do to better prepare ourselves for the next one. And this week, I was supposed to come out by myself to another event at Polyface Farms to learn how to process rabbits and chickens and how to manage manage our new land. But Emily wanted to join me. (laughs) And I'm just so glad that she was able to join me. So welcome, Emily. Hi. So Emily, why did you, why did you want to come out this week? I wanted to learn something new. Because on the farm, you're just, you're feeding the chickens Zola and, you know, like you're feeding, uh-huh. you're watering the plants. But I wanted to learn a new life, uh, a, a new life skill, skill right. that I don't know yet because I love learning. <laughs> and so, good. I wanted to learn that new thing because we're probably definitely going to needed to yeah and i think that was great that you just came back from virginia and it inspired you to want to learn more right mm-hmm. now we had that power outage right when you came back an eight hour power outage what happened there um so we had to use our um honda generator and so some of the electricity did work the internet was choppy but we couldn't really use the water from the well because we didn't have enough power in the generator. Right. So thank goodness um, we saved some water in um, a bucket. So. Right, we did. It was so critical to find out that our well does not work or that we do not have enough power to power it. But we did have internet and we had our refrigerators working. So immediately we had to find alternate forms, right? Other options. Now we have solar panels, but we don't have a way to store that energy for when we need it the most, when the power is gone. So we definitely were looking into getting battery backups. We're also exploring possibly getting a Generax generator that could be powered by propane. Right? So we're exploring other options because we know we don't want to be in that kind of situation again, especially for days and days. Mm-hmm. And it's just so amazing, just kind of switching topics now that even through all of this, you're right, the farm life can get 
mundane sometimes, right? You're doing your chores, which you and your sister are doing a great job of being handy and helping out around the house and just taking responsibility. That's great. But to learn new life skills too. So I was really moved when you really, when you wanted to come back out, take that long flight out there with me to come back out to Polyface Farms, right? So what did you learn? What was your main takeaway from today? So mine was seeing how fast you can process um, bunnies and chickens because <laughs> right. I thought it would take a really long process, but turns out you have to do it faster so the meat won't get too cold. Right. You have to be precise in what you do, but at the same time, you have to do it humanely too. Um, I think, right, you had both of us were pretty intimidated about seeing it, but you were so brave to stand in the front to watch um, both both times for the rabbits as well as for the chickens, where a lot of the adults didn't even want to, they weren't even brave enough to look. And so that was great that you did. And we learned that, yes, there is a way to do it humanely because we don't know what goes on in those factories. But we can see on this farm how they were able to raise the food, how they were able to raise the rabbits, raise the meat birds, and how they process them so that it was done humanely. They did it, um, they sanitized everything as well without having to use chemicals. And we were able to enjoy the food too for lunch, which was kind of a bonus. It was a treat. It was delicious, right? And uh, that was great. And it also, my main takeaway was that we can do it. Mm -hmm. Your mommy and I, we came from the city, born and raised San Jose. And so coming to a farm and having animals, it's really intimidating because we think you have to be born into something like that and Mm -hmm. to grow up learning how to raise animals, right? Mm -hmm. And running a farm. But learning from Joel Salatin and his farm and also learning from other people, it's not as scary as it may seem. Sometimes our imaginations get away with ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. One of the other uh, things that I found was interesting is that we learned about when you own a farm, right? When you purchase land, what you have to do. And, And I was surprised that some of the first few steps is not going out and buying animals or building a fence, right? Mm -hmm. What were some of the things they talked about? So they said to start small. Right. And to slowly do it because your processing and your farm can go wrong sometimes. Right. Start small so that if things go wrong, you've only invested a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And tomorrow they're going to talk about leasing land because sometimes, you know, the average age of farmers is well above the the 60s. And we need to have a new generation of farmers get in there. But one of the main barriers is cost. It's so expensive to own land, not only in California, but in other states as well. But we're gonna learn about how we can lease land so that and use some of the practices like from Polyface and have, they have like modular designs that are mobile designs and things that don't cost much to make. So that for instance, you can raise meat birds on someone else's property, use their grass. 
So I'm really interested in finding out what we're going to learn tomorrow about that and how to go about it, right? Um, the other thing was that talked about was water. And that's something we experienced earlier this week, having no water. And what did Joel say about water? So he said building a well is the very, like, bottom. You want to start off with ponds first. Yeah. Because you can see your water. One day, like, it could be overnight, like, in mm -hmm. your well, the water's all gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. He called himself a pondaholic because he likes to create a, what's that, a pond a year? Mm -hmm. because he wants to be able to see his water. Just like how you store food in a storehouse or in a pantry, you can see how much food you have left. And in a, likewise with a pond, you can see how much water you have left. Whereas the well, it's a, mystery. it's a mystery. We don't know how much more water is down there in the well. Mm -hmm. And we just hope and pray that there's going to be more. But there can come a day where the well dries up or doesn't work just like it did when the power was out right mm -hmm. so that was important to learn about ponds and also how to and even capture water from a spring and then we also learned about forestry too right mm -hmm. using a chainsaw and cutting down trees tomorrow we're going to be learning about sawmills which is pretty awesome now, I remember when we were driving out here, you asked me an important question. You asked, you know, how do you make friends? How do you strike up conversations with just strangers, right? We're coming to this conference. We don't know who's going to be showing up and where they come from. And everyone has their own stories. But we do know that we all have a common interest, and that is to create a farm, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what, what did you learn from socializing and talking with people, people that we don't know. Yeah, so at breakfast today, we were, you know, sitting down and we had people like say, hey, is there space? Mm -hmm. And so we said, of course, because we wanted to talk and make friends. So I think talking is... is the number one step of becoming <laughs> yeah just talking and being open right and just allowing people to come and sit with us so that we can have conversation and to listen to what they have to say and have genuine interest in what they have to say too goes a long way right mm -hmm. and so it wasn't really hard for us to meet people from all over all over the u.s doing exactly what we're doing, whether they're in Illinois, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, they're all starting their own farms or they're thinking about starting their own farms, right? Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And one thing that I know that I truly appreciate about having a farm and living a farm life now is having that community, right? where our neighbors come out and say hi and actually care about what, how we're doing and for us to be able to share and, you know, help each other out, right? Mm -hmm. And coming to this conference, it's great to be able to network with other like-minded people who are just, just like us, just struggling and learning each day about how to run a farm, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so amazing. 
I'm so glad that you came today. Was there any other takeaways that you got? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I think it's so brave. A lot of the adults said that it's amazing that you came out, you know, and to, to learn. And you're going to learn so much. Tomorrow, they're going to talk about how to create and run a sawmill, how to manage pigs. That's going to be interesting because that's next on my list is to, to having pigs, right? <laughs> We're going to work our way up the cows. <laughs> but well, we should take it slowly. I mean, we should listen to what they have to say and make sure that all our water is in order first, right? Mm -hmm. But I know I'm excited. To learning more and I'm so glad that you are so excited as well so thank you so much for coming out with me thank you to all of our listeners out there who are just tuning in and just coming along with us in our journey as we learn to just be more self-reliant just and self-sustainable right? that's one thing that we've learned definitely from the pandemic is that we can't always rely on going to the grocery stores for our food and it's just so awesome to also learn about where our food comes from, right? This has been an amazing journey. It's not over yet. It's an adventure. We're learning so much every single day. And we are just so grateful for this opportunity to be able to just share our experiences. This is real. This is raw. And uh, we look forward to for you joining us with us next week on our next episode. All right. Bye. Bye.